Come on. You watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then, if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than 1000 If you owe the IRS 5000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. It is Friday on the program, you know what that means. Actually, you know what that means, but you don't know what that means. What do I mean? Well, it's Friday. That means Friday Night Smackdown is on. Which, by the way, I liked the last two weeks a lot. So I went up to WWE.com. Oh, I'm going to get the preview for Smackdown coming up here tonight. Fox. Nothing. Not one single solitary iota of information about Smackdown is on WWE.com five hours before the show kicks off. I remember... That the women's tag titles are on the line. Nia and Shayna will face Natty and Tamina. I know nothing else. There's no preview. Nothing on WWE.com. So here on this national radio program, that's the last thing I'm going to say about SmackDown today. When they care, I'll care. So we do have a lot of other shows coming up this weekend. New Japan Strong is tonight, and I do, in fact, have a full lineup for the show. We have got Rocky Romero versus AJZ. El Fantasmo and Hikaleo will be facing Leo Rush and Fred Rosser. And in an elimination match, it is Brody King, TJP, Carl Fredericks, and Clark Connors versus Filthy Tom Lawler, Chris Dickinson, J.R. Kratos, and Danny Limelight. Sounds like an awesome match, by the way. So that's tonight on New Japan Strong. And, of course, tomorrow... On Impact Wrestling, they're going to be having their Under Siege pay-per-view. First ever Under Siege pay-per-view. It's available on Impact Plus. And the lineup, we have got Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers versus Finn Juice and Eddie Edwards in a six-man. We have a six-way with Matt Cardona, Chris Bay, Sammy Callahan, Moose, Trey Miguel, and Chris Saban. Winner will be facing Kenny Omega. For the Impact Championship. We'll go over the rest of the card, talk about all of the other news, AEW ratings, and more after the break. Wrestling Observer Live. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. 
That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just That's 800-399-3691. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free, guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Do you own an annuity? either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. You're listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Thank you in the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. So going over lineups for this weekend, we'll talk about some news, AEW ratings, uh, take your feedback today. 425-780-7566 is the text message line. So don't call that line. It just doesn't work. 425-780-7566. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com. At Brian Alvarez on Twitter. Whatever's on your mind, we can talk about that. Uh, as noted, we went over New Japan Strong. Impact Wrestling has a pay-per-view this weekend. Kenny Omega the Good Brothers versus Finn Juice and Eddie Edwards. Six way with the winner getting a shot at the TNT title at the next show. We've got Jordan Grace and Rachel Ellering versus Fire and Flava for the Knockouts Tag Team Championships. 
Josh Alexander versus El Fantasmo for the X Division title. We've got Deanna Parazzo versus Havoc for the knockouts title. Willie Mack versus W. Morrissey. Brian Myers versus Black Taurus. Susan and Kimberly versus Tennille Dashwood. And uh, Taylor Wild. At Ace Austin, Madman Fulton versus TJP and Petey Williams versus Triple uh, XL and Rohit Raju and Shira. Winners become the number one contenders to the Impact Tag Team Champions. Watch that one on Impact Plus. That's the only way to see that show. And uh, finally, on Sunday, we have got the WWE WrestleMania Backlash show. Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, Braun Strowman three-way for the title. Bianca Belair versus Bayley for the women's title. Rhea Ripley, Oscar, Charlotte, triple threat for the women's title on Raw. The Dirty Dogs will be facing Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio, who are trying to become the first-ever father-son tag team in WWE history. Roman Reigns versus Cesaro for the Universal title. And Damian Priest faces The Miz in a Lumberjack match. And maybe another match added after SmackDown here tonight, but... Given how I have no idea what's going on at SmackDown tonight because there isn't a word whispered about it on the WWE.com website, I mean, they may not announce anything tonight, and then we'll just have something on the show Sunday. So we'll we'll wait and see. What are you watching this weekend, Mike? Yeah, I'm not quite sure yet. I, I, I wonder if the women's tag match is going to take up the entire SmackDown. Could you imagine such a thing? No, that's absolutely not going to happen. There's no chance. They're going to have like 50 matches, and there's probably going to be a match where I'm like, man, that's a great match. I wish I would have been told about it. But they're not in the business of promotion. No. Which is kind of weird because it's a wrestling promotion. Well, well, you don't know that. They like daily social media No, I pretty much know about that. There's nothing there either. I've been on this. That's what I was doing. (laughs) I was like, at least I'll have something somewhere today. Nothing. You're on their their IG? No, I'm not on their IG. I'm a normal person. I'm an OG. We have an IG. You should hype that. F4W IG. Now. Or not. We got a... Uh, I think you're doing a good job, Denise. Thank you. Yeah, Denise is doing a great job. I, I couldn't tell you one thing about it. I think I've got an IG. I don't even know how the thing works. Now, <laughs> we got to talk about these AEW ratings. That's all everybody... And you know... Oh, God. Well, do no, we really? Yeah, we do. <laughs> but what's funny about it is... And this is not going to happen, but I would, I would... I would laugh uproariously... If the chart finally came out, and despite all of the gloom and doom, they were like number one on cable. I don't think it's going to happen. But you know why I don't know? Because we still don't have a chart. It's 24 hours after the chart was supposed to be out, and these people can't get a chart out for Wednesday. Dude, you guys listen to this show for, we've been on the air uh, starting in 1999 with the Yada. And then 2001-ish, we moved to Sports Byline. We've been on Byline since 2001, Mightier 1090, all these other American Forces Network, everything like that. The worst show you've ever heard here, it is a level of competence greater than that of the Nielsen Company, which does television ratings. Why can't we get a chart 24 hours later? What's happening here? So I have no idea how AEW did in terms of were they number one, were they number 80, were they number 22? Like, I have no idea. There's no chart. We just can't find it. Now. 
You think it's time maybe to revamp the whole system? Because as somebody that studied pay-per-view buys, it's always annoyed me greatly that, well, we don't know the number. Why? You have converter set boxes. You have all these sorts of ways to instantly charge somebody for this. You know exactly how many people are ordering at a time, for heaven's sake. I mean, you can do targeted advertising through everything, but yet we can't get numbers 24 hours later, let alone immediately, which they probably almost should be at this point. All right, so this is what we know, everybody. These are the facts that we know. The show did 936,000 viewers and a 0.31 in 18 to 49. It is the lowest 18 to 49 that AW has ever done for an unopposed show. The 18 to 34 demo, however, for whatever reason, did very well and did better than the Blood and Guts show. The show overall, here's the story with the show. It wasn't like everybody that watched the show last week tuned into the beginning and they didn't like the show and so they they tuned out. The the number of people that tuned into the beginning, I mean, it was relatively stable the entire night. So the people that tuned into the beginning liked the show and they watched the entire show. And in fact, uh, as has been the case for a long time now, uh, young Darby Allen, this guy is a big time ratings mover. And I'm not sure, but he may be he may be the biggest ratings mover that they've got. If not, he's way up there. Uh, on this particular show, his uh, TV title match did 969,000 viewers, 448,000 in 18 to 49. It was the most watched thing on the show in total viewers 18 to 49 and 35 to 49. Now, this is not a... Uh, it's not a hard and fast rule, but, I mean, you can watch it on Raw every single week. A bunch of people tune into the beginning, and then they fall off as the show goes on. Less people watch as the show goes on. It's happened with NXT. It's happened with AEW. SmackDown is a little bit more stable on Friday night, but it is, it is I, I guess, rare would be the right term. It is rare in 2021 for your main event to be the highest-rated, most-watched thing on the show, unless it's something that's been hyped up for a long time, uh, big-time blood-and-gut-style match, that sort of thing. But Darby consistently, if he is in the main event, it's like doing one of the better numbers or the best number on the show. So they got something with this Darby fella. But as noted, the uh, story of the show is that it did not start strong. It started with 938,000 viewers, and essentially... Uh, small rises, small dips, small rises, small dips, all the way through until the end of the show when it went up for Darby, and that was the story. So where those 100,000 viewers were this week, I don't know. Uh, was it a great number? No. Was it a reason to panic? No. Is everybody panicking anyway? Yes. So have fun, and then we'll see how the show does next week. That's my speech on the numbers. Not really much to add to that. Yeah, obviously it would have, you know, it would have been better off for everybody involved if it was over 950 for sure. But uh, yeah, I guess until we see the chart and we see the demos of everybody else, I'm not sure exactly where those people went or what exactly went on. But no, the sky is not falling if you're if you're AEW or if you're somebody in NXT or WWE looking to to dunk on AEW. I don't know if this is really the one to do it with. I'd hold that card. It would in your be pocket. nice to have a chart. It would. It really would. Get that chart to me. Somebody. Some graphs on there, too. So I got one other thing I want to mention here that's important, and uh, I don't like to be that guy, as you're mm -hmm. all well aware, but uh, I did I did say this was going to happen. 
So earlier this week, AEW announced that they were going back on the road. And uh, WWE, uh, this was first reported by our own Andrew Zarian of Matman. Dave Meltzer confirmed the news. Friday, July 16th, SmackDown will be on the road with fans. He later specified the message he received was fans back July 16 to 19. I was not sure if that's a one-off stretch or not. But uh, if you if you remember when they announced uh, the date for SummerSlam earlier in this earlier in the week, did not mention a location because uh, there is going to be a location. I don't know what the location is, but especially I think now that uh, nationally uh, they changed uh, CDC made their announcement regarding masks and mask mandates. I would think that everybody's going to be on the road very very soon. I knew it would not be long after AEW announced they were going on the road that WWE would do the same thing. So, uh, just a couple months away from uh, fans and buildings cheering wrestling again. We can talk about more after the break. Wrestling Observer Live. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if
if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. I got a show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Doing news here and uh, still text messages for now. We'll take uh, phone calls here in the next uh, segment. Text message line 425780. 7566 Brian at com at Brian Alvarez on Twitter. And uh, no, I did not watch the uh, Nick Gage Dark Side of the Ring. Cannot bring myself to do it. Mm-mm-mm. Man ended my illustrious in ring career. And some bloke, some unlikable chap, put a, uh, a gif on Twitter today of my, of my demise. It's like watching Faces of Death. You can get up there at Brian Alvarez and see the end of me if you'd like to. I don't know. Why Great moment in wrestling history. No, it wasn't. You know how many, how many unlikable, horrible people are on my timeline? I never really noticed because I don't mm. read the stuff. But I thought I'd read the comments, and I thought maybe everybody would be like, "Oh, that's terrible what Nick Gage did to you, Brian. I wish I could have had a chance to see you wrestle live. Instead, they're all celebrating. They're celebrating that he killed me." Well, I mean, to be fair about it, as much as I can be with you, uh, you are relatively benevolent in that, you know, relatively. Antonio, Antonio the Promise Thomas is on this network, still doing a, a sports radio show, a, a sports podcast, sports-based podcast, where he talks to people throughout the wrestling industry. So you could have shut him out of that, but uh, but you didn't. So filthy still here, even though you blamed him for the loss. Well, he didn't help me much, did he? I mean, footage is right there. I didn't see Filthy jumping in when that guy grabbed me by the neck. and He gave me a move called a choke breaker. Anyway, this person says, John Moxley on last night's Vice show said, Vince McMahon would kill, maybe the wrong term, to have one person who has the connection with the audience that Nick Gage has that's not far from the truth. I've met the dude a couple of times, and every time he gave me a giant hug... And went out of his way to chat for minutes. He's one of the nicest guys out there. Very well-produced documentary. He gave me a hug, all right? It was a hug over his knee. Just finished. It was a hug between his legs, quite frankly, when he stuffed pile drove me out of my neck. Never been the same. I like how you just put this all on him as if he dragged you over the turnbuckles and threw you in and did this to you. You kicked the man three times in the face. Yeah. Like, actually, it was the neck. He should have gone down. I mean, it's like common sense. Just finished watching the Nick Gage documentary on Vice. I will say one thing. While deathmatch wrestling might not be my thing, I cannot deny the passion and desire that Mr. Gage brings to his craft. Another great episode of Dark Side on another fascinating story. 
This person says, even though the Nick Gage Dark Side of the Ring was extremely hard to watch due to the hardcore deathmatch footage, it is a must-watch highest of recommendations. I am just sad they didn't cover him murdering you, Brian. I'm not! I don't need that on national television. It's bad enough being on my social media. Are you saying that David Arquette outranks you on the list of importance when it comes to celebrity talkers? Well, he got it worse than I did. It's true. Very true. <laughs> Bro, if, if Nick Gage was a movie character, he'd be the dude in a high school movie that the nerd hero fears as a bully, but who actually stands up for him. Yes, the ultra-violence of Nick Gage, Dark Side of the Ring, was excellent and a must-watch as long as you are not faint-hearted. So there you go. A lot of, a lot of uh, raves for the Nick Gage, Dark Side of the Ring. And two for two for Dark Side of the Ring. What do you mean two for two? Brian Pillman, uh, the, oh, yeah, the yeah. first one they did, and now, now this one. So nobody can complain about. It's not like issues. Like nobody A&E can complain. And, Come on. Well, it's not like issues like A and E and WWE where you have these issues with continuity as far as the how these things are being produced with with random people doing them, and you know, uh, questionable to me as far as. The overseeing of these things when you have just two guys doing it, Evan and Jason, and however their their small pocket works with Dark Side of the Ring, you can tell the difference between the two products big time. By the way, we mentioned this the other day, but uh, Chris Jericho, it was actually a dislocated left elbow on the landing from his fall off the top of the cage at AW Blood and Guts. Dave wrote in this week's Observer, he presumes Jericho will be part of Stadium Stampede. I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure he's going to be part of it. Do you think it's so? It's Stadium Stampede. Like, you can, you can pre-tape it. That guy could have uh, both arms uh, in, a, in a Darth Vader outfit and still be able to do that match. Otherwise, I wonder if we're going to get a Trevor Lawrence appearance. Somehow we're going to get some sort of cameo, because I know this has got to be a lot more serious. It better be a lot more serious than the last Stadium Stampede, considering... This is much more of a blood feud where we're at right now between these two groups, or at least it's supposed to be. We had a guy try to murder another man by tossing him onto concrete with MJF and Chris Jericho. But I wonder what the random, I'm sure we're going to get a little bit of levity to this. So I'm just imagining how many of the Jaguars players might pop up for a cameo appearance. I guess we shall find out. And then finally, uh, this was yesterday, less than a year after being released, Alina Vega, WWE, working toward her return Fightful reported Vegas at the Performance Center Thursday doing filming for something. And that, quote, the working plan is for her to return to the company. Dave Meltzer confirmed the report. She was uh, released in November following issues regarding their policies about individual deals and third parties like Twitch, where she has a popular revenue-generating channel. So, man, maybe they could actually put her together with Alistair Black. Wouldn't that be novel? What a shock. Yeah, it's... uh. I don't. I, hey, look, everybody to each their own. Um, you know, she went out of there with a with a blaze, and Andrew Yang is going to talk to her, and this, you know, uh, AFL CIO member is going to talk to her, and this teamster is going to talk to her, whatever it was going to be, and now all of that kind of just going back away again now, and opening the doors again to WWE, and look, her husband is there. Uh, that's true, but. No complaining anymore. If you decide to go back and things don't exactly go your way, you know, you're going to lose a lot of sympathy out of a lot of people by going back. When you have all of these things, you have these independent 
ways to make money and you have these other opportunities that I'm sure are available out there to her to go back is a little bit of a surprise. I got to be real honest about that, but hopefully everything works out for both of them because WWE needs stars. Aleister Black can be at least a star at a certain level. And she obviously has got enough charisma and ability to do something positive for that company. So I hope it works out for everybody involved, especially the fans, because a strong Aleister Black, a strong character on these shows is is definitely needed. By the way, I got an email here from our uh, young friend in Honolulu, David. Mm. And uh, he did send me a screenshot here, and I'm going to trust young David because I know that he would not lie to me. Did he get his progress report? He's got Algebra 2, Honors 1, Recent Grades. He had a review quiz number 12 in quarter 4. He got a 10 out of 10. And he has raised his overall grade to a C before the summer break. So, David, I'm proud of you. You're welcome to call back into the show again. Excellent job, young man. Excellent job. Good job. But keep it up or you're going to be banned again. Yeah. Try try to be above average. You try to be the Mike Sanders here. Just don't look at that 2.0 and be satisfied over where you are. Keep fighting. Keep pulling ahead. Try to get that B. Try to get an A. Go ahead, just try. First here says, uh, Brian, wrestling as a whole was in the mud this week. Three out of the four shows were down compared to last week. We are yet to see how SmackDown does. I suspect it will also have a lower viewership because it won't be a throwback. Well, it's going to do lower than the throwback edition last week. Not surprising. The U.S. is slowly getting back to some normalcy. DVR numbers might be interesting to look at for all four shows. They will be. Yeah, and you can also true. expect that because of the uh, NBA playoffs coming, there's going to be a lot of low ratings for a while which uh, usually means lots of unnecessary panic. And then uh, when things get back to normal, lots of unnecessary jubilation. And then the panic sets sets in again for uh, fall and football and new seasons and all that sort of stuff. I don't know if that'd be... uh, Yeah, it's going to happen. Let's see the Brian and Vinny show last night. There's a huge contrast between how AEW and NXT put their segments together. Where AW goes to one extreme of stuffing in too much content in a two-hour window, NXT doesn't even shoot major angles for storylines, and instead they release them later or before the show on social media. Just this past week, NXT shot two angles, put them as network exclusives. One was Alexander Wolfe faking a stomach bug to avoid a match with his former ally Killian Dane. Second was a strong breakup tease between Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai when Raquel shook hands with Mercedes after... Uh, their match backstage. Dakota didn't like it, threw a fit, and left. NXT could have easily inserted both of these 30-second segments on the show, but chose not to. That is true. There are segments they put on social media that they should put on the show, because they have plenty of time. And at the same time on AEW, there's, like, so many angles sometimes that I have copious notes to try to remember, like, all right, so uh, these guys attacked Sting... But then Archer came out, and he faced off with Miro. After Miro beat Darby, after... I was like, wah! Slow down! But anyway. Whereas on the flip side... Guys, ever read The Three Bears? What? Ever read that little... That book, The Three Three Bears? Yes. Yeah, they got three... Three things of porridge. Uh Uh-huh. One of them's too hot. Yeah. One of them's too cold. Yeah. One of them is just right! That's the one that you eat, the one that's just right. You don't want too much. You don't want too little. You don't want too hot. You don't want too cold. You want it to be just right. Sometimes we have extremes. 
You know what I'm saying, Mike? I know what you're saying, boss. I got kids. Back in a moment, Observer Live. This is Ron Barr, and I've got great news for anyone suffering from ongoing pain due to aging, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living. Relief Factor is a 100% research-based formula that was created to combat the root causes of inflammation. Relief Factor is designed to address sore muscles, stiff joints, aches, and the general discomfort you may feel. There are four key ingredients, and each approaches the body's natural inflammatory response function from a different metabolic pathway. And they've got something special for Sports Byline Network listeners. You can get their three-week quick start program for just $19.95. That's only 95 cents a day. Head to relieffactor.com or call 1-800-500-8384. Relief Factor helps to support a healthy response to inflammation and decreases discomfort from the effects of daily living, and you can get yours at relieffactor.com or by calling 1-800-500-8384. Your life, your freedom. Get back to living at relieffactor.com. So, how can I promote my new curbside pickup service? It's possible with Staples Connect. I need custom floor decals that'll get noticed, not just walked on. Also possible, Staples Connect can help your business grow with custom printed sales and marketing materials. And now get 15% off signs, posters, and decals when you spend $75 or more. Explore what's new at your local Staples store or staplesconnect.com. Staples Connect, the working and learning store. Ends 529. Visit staples.com slash signage for details. All right, is that a Q2 or a Q3 expense? Dwayne's CPA went MIA. To keep his books and his sanity, he needs to find a replacement ASAP. Hey, Johnny, have you ever heard of a fungible good? Indeed can help him hire the people he needs. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. When you sponsor a job, you immediately get your short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Look at the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Got a lot of news to get into here today. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, we always do. But you know what else we have? We have calls. That's what we do. Yes, and the, yeah. the phone lines are, are just fuller than full can be. Like a... Never mind. Yeah, so uh, I don't I don't see our, our friend from... Uh, from Honolulu, unless he's uh, using his, his, I forget his mother's name. He's got a burner phone? It could be using his, his mother's phone. But anyway, I guess we'll find out soon enough. But anyway, let's go to uh, our good friend, the Bill Ding. And on the air, what's going on? Hey, good afternoon, gentlemen. Shout out to all my homies on Twitch, and shout out to the homie in Honolulu. Good job on your math exam, sir. Great uh, job, kid. Real... <laughs> Although maybe you shouldn't Great be in honors. Me. Maybe that's part of the problem. Oh, come on. What, do you want him to take a step down? No, keep achieving. Keep trying to reach higher, Brian. Don't put him down another Go ahead, level Mr. Ding. to make himself look good. That's like giving a ribbon <laughs> to everybody, right? Yeah, um, uh, just real quick, uh, a note on the uh, quarter-hour ratings for AEW. Uh, I know people were bad-mouthing Cody with regards to his promo and how it was a ratings killer, but I think this week's AEW ratings kind of disproved that because I, I think it just goes to show that the, qu- the final quarter-hour before so the quarter seven, the quarter seven hour, the the quarter hour before the the final quarter hour main event, that's always going to be a dull, a lull in ratings. I don't think it had anything to do with Cody's promo from last week. I'm gonna look at him right here and now find out what the hell's going on. Let's see, Co- the second quarter with Cody Rhodes and the Daniels video did 945,000 viewers. So the Cody promo was up from the John Moxley Yuji Nagata match, and then uh, it went up from there for the Young Bucks versus Daniels and Kazarian. So it didn't go down at all. Nobody turned off the show because of the Cody promo. I don't think you could turn it off during it either. It was it was certainly something quite mesmerizing. Uh, see, he said a lot, a lot of verbiage used there, and a lot of it uh, with the feels back to his old man and. In 1986, in our impending war that we have here, we may as well get the uh, the Falkland Islands war getting back up again and going because we're at war with the U.K. and Anthony Agogo. Yeah. I want to thank you very much. Back there. Thank you very much, Ding. I really appreciate it. What's, what's, what's happening? What are you talking about? Do you seem my, a little distracted. Well, my kids are downstairs screaming their heads off. They're in the jumpy. Why are they in an indoor jumpy on a sunny day? Don't ask. It happened to be downstairs. Let's go to the phones. You're on the air. What's going on? Who is this? You don't have a, uh, you have unknown listed here as your name. All right. It's David from Honolulu. Shout out to the Twitch homies. I just want to get your thoughts on uh, Sami Zayn and his uh, stuff like pro-Israel groups and whatever and like contacting what? WWE and Fox and uh, What is he uh, talking yeah. about? Well, well, apparently there was a, a, now I haven't seen the news report, but apparently somebody had reported that there were pro-Israeli groups, I guess, that contacted NBC Universal and WWE because Sami Zayn, uh, I guess, spoke out against the bombings taking place in Gaza. Actually, he absolutely uh, spoke out against yeah. those. And uh, I guess somebody had complained to WWE reportedly, went to Peacock or NBC or whatever, about Sami Zayn's comments. And I guess that's it. And uh, that's the way it goes. This so, one went totally over my head. I just remember the one where, uh, where uh, I didn't even read the whole thing, but, like, Charlotte liked a tweet by somebody Gal that made Gadot. people very mad, and then yes. Charlotte claimed that it was a, a pocket-like. Yeah. That's the first time I've ever heard that phrase used in my lifetime. A pocket-like? Anyway, 
No, David. You think that's what people on this show want to listen to right now? I don't know what's going on. I'm staying out of this one. And then I actually I should talk about it because you my sure you don't want to weigh in. My on alternative is to go to John. <laughs> yes, John. First of all, how you doing today, Brian and Mike? How, how y'all gentlemen doing today? Not too bad. Thanks for the fundraiser, John. Happy birthday. Well, thank you. Actually, my birthday is Sunday. It's just Sunday for on a serious note. Um, speaking of birthday, I want to give a happy birthday to the greatest Thomas champion wrestler of all time. Happy 37th birthday to Tom Lawler. Tomorrow is his birthday. I want to give a shout out. But on a serious note, why should I care about this pay-per-view that's coming up? And I, I have no reason to care about this godforsaken pay-per-view, especially on my birthday. I'm driving to especially St. Louis. On his, especially on his right birthday. <laughs> you know, I got I to gotta pause you for a second, John. Hold on a second. I can't remember all of the details, but so I used to work for uh, Tim Flowers, and there was another promoter in uh, in BC, uh, Michelle Starr, and Tim Flowers and Michelle Starr, uh, arch enemies. And so, if you work for Tim, you couldn't work for Michelle Starr. I was loyal to Tim. I never worked for Starr, which, by the way, prevented me from having all sorts of matches with guys like Brian Danielson and Kyle O'Reilly and such. But that's another matter entirely. So something happened once with Tim and Michelle Starr, okay? And I, I can't remember what the details were. And uh, the, the actual details don't matter. But the thing that was funny about it was Tim was really mad about what had happened. But he was always extra mad because it had happened on his birthday. And for some reason, it always struck me as like, you know... I wouldn't have been as mad that this thing had happened if it had been on a day other than my birthday. <laughs> it's kind of like, I forget what it was, but whatever it was, like, I'd have been mad any day that this happened. But Tim was particularly mad that this happened on his birthday. Anyway, I go ahead. I see that. Go you ahead, know, John. It's, it's his party. He can cry if he wants to. No, but seriously, it's, I see rehashes of matches and, and rehashes of everything else. There's nothing exciting. I, I I I lost my interest in caring about the WWE and caring for at least anybody under the age of heck, heck 45. They don't care about the young. I, we already had this debate for the last five years, Brad. So this is the only. I remember when I asked you like this years ago about the match between uh, John Cena and Orton for the Universal the Unification Title, and I'm gonna ask you this. Why should I care about this pay per view? I don't care if I, I get it free anyway because I'm on I'm on Xfinity, so I don't have to pay the four ninety nine for it. Why well, should I care? Listen, about John. Listen, my friend. Thank you very much for the call. Thank you very much for the call. Here, here's the answer, buddy. Like uh, you don't have to care for it. You don't have to. You don't have to like or dislike anything if you don't want to. If if they have not done a good job making you excited for the show, the solution is don't watch the show. Damn now, right. myself, unfortunately, whether I'm interested in the show or not, I got to watch the show. But you, John, you don't have to watch it. You never have to watch anything you don't want to. You are a free man with free will and uh, apparently not free cable, so don't pay for it if you don't want to watch it. America. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah, America, America uh, cable. They cannot make you Ma watch cable. that show. Ma Cable. Ma Cable.
like Ma Bell, when actually everything worked out a lot better than it does now. But that's a completely different story for a different day. You don't have to watch this stuff. This is what I say to the to the to the people who do not do this for a living. You don't have to blindly support any company. No. If please. if you don't if they're not doing a good job exciting you for the show, then don't watch it. Like that's the only way that you can ever send a message that you're interested or not interested. If you just oh Raw's terrible, but ah, I'm gonna turn the show on in the background, whatever. Well, they they learn no lesson. And I'm not saying that you need to teach them a lesson, but I am saying that like if you don't like it, don't watch. If you do like it, do watch. If you like it and you watch and you like it, and someone else says it's no good, you don't have to not like it now. You can still like it. Everybody has free will. No matter what the internet says, you have free will to like and dislike and watch and not watch whatever you want to, unless it's your job, which for most people, last time I checked, it's not their job. If you don't listen to this show, don't listen to it. I'd prefer you were chained to the computer and forced, but the fact is you're not. Springfield, you're on the air. What's going on? Hello. Thank you for taking my call. Speaking of uh, free will, uh, I bought my used my free will to buy tickets to go to the St. Louis AEW show, and it got pushed back to November, Friday, November fifth. So why is the uh, my question is why is the AEW show on a Friday and not a Wednesday? Well, I want to thank you very much for the call. Oh, yes. Anything else? Nope. That that was it. All right. I want to thank you very much for the call. So I don't know, and uh, there's two options. Option number one is is maybe we have all been filled in that that's going to be the date of whatever second hour of programming that they get. The other thing you got to think about is we have no idea when they go back on the road what the taping schedule is going to be in the sense that it may be a situation where they're they're trying to go live every week. Maybe a situation where they go live every other week and they tape a show. Friday may be... For whatever reason, we want to run a a show there. It will be a television taping. Uh, maybe they will regularly be doing tapings on another day. I have absolutely no idea. But for whatever reason, they chose to run on a Friday. Maybe they know something we don't know about a preemption the Wednesday of that week. I don't know. But I guess we'll see. I got nothing to add to that. Sorry. There's Good, because really, I'm going to Brooklyn. Much. Brooklyn. <laughs> You're on the air. What's going on? BX. Hey guys, this is Adam in New York. I don't think I have much time, so I'll just get quick to the point. I just have a comment and a question. Everyone needs to so get to I'm the point hoping... whether they have time or not, Brooklyn, but go ahead. All right, so, you know, I, I just hope that for this uh, backlash show this weekend, uh, Alexa Bliss just goes full Mama Shango so that there's no shadow of a doubt that, you know, this company is no longer a pro wrestling company and it's just like a, a live action cartoon company. And the question Wait, that I have really that? is. Uh, <laughs> You're hoping for that? Hey, might as well plunge no, right into so that, it. So that, so that there's no there's no issues like me, with me not watching anymore because it's not a pro wrestling company. I see, I see. Uh, the, the the question I have is like wrestling was down just over like across the board this week, right? So you guys have any theories? You could talk about it, like or not. You know, it's just I just was concerned about it, just everything being down. And I'll take my answer off the call. Well, yeah, I want to thank you very much for the call. I mean, listen, I go over the ratings every week and and. Uh, whatever, because everyone wants to hear them and everyone wants to fight and whatever like that. But at the end of the day, and this goes for the NXT rating this week that didn't do well either. I mean, we've said it a million times. It's a week, okay? I mean, think back. How many times in both cases, whether it's AEW or NXT, has there been a number that was either like weirdly high or weirdly low? 
and we had everybody freaking out and everybody talking about what's the problem and why are these people vanishing and blah, blah, blah. Where do these whatever? And then like two weeks later, everything is, is up. We went from a week where Raw, SmackDown, and AEW were all number one on cable. Now we've had a week where Raw was down, NXT was down, uh, AEW is down, and I guarantee tonight, uh, based on last week's show, SmackDown is going to be down. What's going to happen next week? I don't know. We're going to have the NBA playoffs. We've had presidential speeches. Yeah, it's a little weird that, that NXT did as poorly as it did with, like, nothing else on television. But at the end of the day, it's a week. So we got to look for overall patterns. And if you look at the overall pattern of AEW and NXT and Raw and SmackDown, nobody's dying. So that's it. And DVR numbers matter, I don't want to say more than ever right now, but they matter a lot, those plus three numbers, because they really give you an idea on the amount of time watched. You know, if you're AEW and these other groups, if the number is down, did they are they just waiting to see something else? Are they just did they have something else to watch? Did they go out because it was nice out? Those DVR numbers are actually I don't know they're not as important, but they're really really important to the conversation now. Back in a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. 
Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. No Mike Sempervivi. I had another guy. Shoot him out. Actually, he's going to get a haircut. Because unlike me, he can't do something like this on his own. Anyway, this person here says, Deathmatch wrestling is not my cup of tea, but Nick Gage came off. Like a really chill dude, and it was really good to hear that he managed to turn his life around. John Moxley was the star of the show, though. He sounded like a proud little brother, telling the tales of their CZW days, how Nick almost cut his tongue with a pizza cutter. Nothing wrong with cutting your tongue. It's cutting your tongue off that's a problem. I've injured my tongue many times eating pizza. But I've never been I've never been accosted with a, a pizza cutter. And I never will again because I'm retired. As a result of young Nick Gage. This person says, uh, thanks for taking my call, Brian. As a follow-up, I think Rob being poor is a bad table setter for pro wrestling the rest of the week. I think SmackDown will be down as well. I don't think, here's the thing. Rob was poor the week that they were all number one on cable. So I don't think Rob, here's the thing. I don't think Rob being poor has anything to do with uh, AEW on Wednesday or SmackDown on Friday. Because... You ever watch anything that happens and people get outraged? I mean, two days later, they've moved on to something else. I do, however, think that when Raw is a bad show, if you sit through the whole exhausting three hours, I said this a couple days ago, I am not ready to watch NXT the next day. I'm just not. It was much... I mean, in some ways, it was easier to have a day in between before I had to watch NXT again, but there's also that part of me that prefers being able to watch NXT one day and AEW the other day as opposed to having to watch four hours of shows... On the West Coast feed, by the way, before doing an Observer show with Dave at uh, 3 o'clock in the morning. So, it's just, uh, you take what you can get. Right at time, later on tonight, Lance Storm, and uh, lots of show this weekend. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Mike, as always, callers and listeners. Talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live. (laughs) 